I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you're listening to this, it's because times are hard. The cost of living crisis has got to a new level where we can't afford to do the podcast anymore. It is costing us more money to produce a podcast than it is for you to listen and enjoy. Nah, not at all. We're away for a few weeks because we are recording a Christmas spectacular. Isn't that right, Chris? We are. We are doing 25 podcasts in 25 days, you lucky people. Oh, Do you know what? One Christmas special every day throughout the whole of December. It's like opening a little advent calendar. If we had more money, we'd send out ones with pictures of the Christmas specials behind, but we haven't. We've, we've got Soddle. We started a Patreon. Thank you, Joseph. Uh, you've heard this episode before, Joseph. That's what you get for being loyal. Shat on. Uh... <laughs> Technically, we closed it before we even paid for it, so he didn't even pay for it either. So he got, he got to listen to this episode for free? Yeah, everyone got it for free. Everyone got it for free. So uh, thank you, people. We were going to do one called Big Screen Nighties, because we like to think outside the box. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus because we've got to record 25 episodes of this podcast. And we just don't have the time. Do you have the time, Chris? No. And we're also going off-road. We're also not just doing the 90s. We're doing loads of Christmas specials from different eras. Because there's not enough 90s Christmas specials. Well, there is. There's just not enough that I want to sit through. There's some dirge out there of 90s Christmas specials. But this is going to be... yeah, just something nice for Christmas. You know what? So you can open up a door every day on your podcast app, and in your ears there'll be some audio chocolate. We've got some really good can <laughs> audio tell what chocolate. That that advent calendar chocolate that tastes all right, but not great. I think that's the perfect explanation of this show. Mmm, delish, plasticky. Uh, so, yeah, so we are going to give you this as an early Christmas treat. And I mean early, because we haven't had Halloween yet. See, it is a, we're going to give you the only existing episode of Big Screen 90s. And what film is it based on, Chris? It is Spice World, the movie. So, any Spice Girls fans, you're in luck. We, we watched the whole of Spice World <laughs> and we reviewed it. No, 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 no. Can we make clear from the start? It's clear that I've watched it all and you've watched bits on YouTube because you couldn't find it on the Obviously, link I sent yeah. you. Which is weird. <laughs> like, when you think back to it about Spice World, why people have tried to erase it. Erase <laughs> it from the history books. Richie, Richard E. Grant's in that film. A legend. I don't know I don't know why it's been arranged off like the history books, why there's no Blu-ray release, why there's no laser disc release, but I had to watch it 
on many YouTube clips. And uh, yeah, it was it was an experience. What did we think of it? You're about to find out. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, there you go. Let's go. We didn't say let's go let's then. Go. Let's a go. Let's a go. Also, Step to Me, the Spice Girls unreleased single, has been released this week. So you can listen to that. Get yourself pumped up. Watch that. Buy some Spice Girls chocolate. Have a Pepsi. You know what? Everything's going all right. We'll see you on the 1st of December. Uh, if, if you do want to listen back to episodes to get caught up, do it. Let's a go. Let's a go. Patrons of the world, spice up your life. Patrons of the world, spice up your life. Ah, step it to the left, step it to the right. You're listening to Big Screen 90s. And this week, we are doing, probably, Mum, we don't know how this is going. We are doing Spice World the movie on Big Screen 90s. so bloody hard to find like i think i've looked harder for this film than anything ever no dvds available at all i found one vhs i don't have a vhs player and it was priced 72.99 well i was on tiktok and someone put a clip up and i was like yes this is the best film ever put to celluloid ever wow we will be the judge (laughs) of that this is very different from small screen 90s big screen 90s where we watched these things that were meant to be massive hits Things that we were excited about when we were young in the 90s. And then all you feel is that bitter feel of disappointment. I know that's a strong intro for people who are paying to listen to this, but bear with us, you understand. So, Chris, you're going to be our guide, our tour guide, our meatloaf on the coach for this one. Let's do it. genre of it is adventure comedy drama fantasy and music that's very very uh <laughs> that's a bit of everything isn't it but no it's the best film ever and the actors in order of how good they are victoria beckham first obviously then melanie brown and then emma bunton 
Mel C and Jerry Halliwell, Richard E. Grant, Roger Moore and Alan Cummings. I thought that was the only cameos in it. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, 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 it's like a feast for the eyes of cameos. It's... You think, you think, oh, they can't have any more cameos and then another one pops up. They're on top of the pops at the bottom of the screen. It says, an idea by the Spice Girls and Kim Fuller. We've got a script. They said, oh, we can change the script if we want. We don't have to go on the script all the time. But that is clear. I'm more amazed they had a script. Elton John's in it. They said, oh, we like glasses. Yeah, that's that's what you'd say to a man who is, I'm going to say, pretty much paved the way for most musicians. They're trying to avoid their fans because they think they're the Beatles. Yeah. Right, that tour bus. Yeah. How big is it? Because it's like a TARDIS. It... Looks smaller on the outside than it is on the inside. It's a very big uh, tour bus. Apparently, it's still doing the rounds now, and you can stay in it on the Isle of Wight. What, the actual tour bus? The actual Spice World tour bus. No, but inside is a set. That can't be the actual tour bus. No, it's the the shell, the shell of the tour bus. Oh. It's not the actual TARDIS tour bus, because (laughs) science hasn't got that far, and especially on the Isle of Wight, no. They'd fear it. They'd set fire to that quicker than a wicker man. Why is Meatloaf driving it for? Well, I thought that. And I thought maybe at the time Meatloaf would have been on top form. And then I thought back going, would he? And also, Meatloaf's quite a rock icon. How much convincing did he need to drive the Spice Girls round? Well, he's not being Meatloaf, is he? He's got a character, which don't ask me what he's called. It's not called Meatloaf. I'm not saying Meatloaf, go on, drive the bus for us. He's not doing community service for the Spice Girls, is he? He's not. He did a great line where that he said, I will do anything for those girls, but I won't do that. And I thought, clever loaf. He's given them what the, they want now. He's given them what they want. The film was directed by Bob Spires, who has also directed 40 Towers. He's done some rubbish as well. The writer, he has done, even though he's called, he's called Kim, he is a man. And uh, he, he had written some... Lovely stuff, but he has also written Postman Pat the film. I see, which uh, obviously a highlight in anyone's career. Also, for a group of girls who preach girl power, why is there a male director and a male writer on this? Well, he's got a girl's name. Well, he's got a girl. Well, it doesn't work like that, though, does it? I know a man called Kit, but as you said, and he was my agent for many years. Was he? Yeah. Kim Oaks. Google him. Legend. I thought he just made that up. I didn't. Absolutely true. Put a little picture of him in the bio for you. Why is Jerry reading horoscope? Because that's what you did in the 90s. You read the horoscopes to find out about what's going on with your life. Mystic Meg uh, was all the rage back then. Emma's on a swing. Yeah, I and, like that. Uh, she is a baby. Her character that is that is, she is an actual baby. And then we had the little Gucci dress scene, which I, I can't watch. Why can't you watch it? What are you going to pick? The little Gucci dress or the little Gucci dress or maybe the little Gucci dress? And then someone else goes, what about a Gucci dress? Okay, then I'll wear that one. (laughs) And she put the Gucci dress. I'll say this now. Victoria Beckham is a comedy genius. Do you know what, though? Out of all of them, I think she's the only person who understood that maybe those characters you've been playing in the real world for a few years before this film, maybe really bite hard into them in this. And she did. She played it like 100% for comedy. And it, it's ridiculous, but it works. I said, by the end, every line she's doing, I was like, you are a genius. You are the funniest thing in this film because you're playing it so straight. I was going to go to Albert Hall for a press conference and Jonathan Ross is there. Of course he is. Of course he is. Of course Jonathan Ross is there. Not Paul Ross. Yeah, of course Paul Ross isn't there in the Spice World movie. No, he's filming a underground theme 
game show, isn't he? Underground the movie. So they go and see the agent who's going to write a film about it, and it's Norm from Cheers. What is Norm from Cheers doing in this film? Do you think they put all the names of people, of famous actors, into a hat and then just pulled them out, and whoever they got were then in this? Well, yeah. Well, I was going to say about Roger Moore. He's in separate scenes from all the girls, the whole film. Does he know what film he's in? No, he thinks he's in like a new Bond reboot. Point uh, where he's stroking a pig. It was pretty funny. And uh, I wonder, wonder what film Roger Moore thought he was in. At this point, he was still doing Specsavers commercials. So uh, I think this might have been the tail end for old Moore. When a speeding melon hits the wall, it's Christmas for the crows. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great line. The thing is, it with it, as I watched it, there are some funny little bits that would work in a sketch show at the time. You know, when you watch a few bits of it, oh, that's pretty funny. Mm. Oh, that's, that, that's, oh, I like what they've done there. Problem is, with the thing as a whole, it's a hot mess. It makes no sense as a film. And they could have done so much more with the Spice Girls. Like, they tried it with All Saints as well. Did you ever see the film Honest? No. So it's a completely different premise. It's a lot more mature. I understand the Spice Girls. You can't really go down a mature thing because kids are in them. Into them. Uh, so tired. <laughs> so tired. But it's a much more mature-based film. And I remember watching it at the time going, that's clever. And I think it was directed by the guy from the Arrhythmics. And I thought, wow, they could have done that with the Spice Girls. And that's the thing with film. It's like, if you nail the first one as a band or as a singer or as an artist, you're sorted for life. But if you try and remake Carry On, it's never going to work again because it's of its time. Even for the 90s, like this feels like it was made years ago. <laughs> and and like, as you said as well, like the director also directed 40 Towers. We might be skipping ahead bit, a bit, but Mr. Step, right, I, I love Michael Barrymore, but my guesses are that character wasn't originally Michael Barrymore and it was meant to be Basil Forty. Well, you think John, John, Cleese, John Cleese is meant to do it? I put money on it. That character was written for John Cleese. Uh, that scene is the reason we're doing it for, because I was on TikTok and that came up with Michael Barrymore and I was like, yes, we are doing this. He's no sense. No. One, there's, he says going like, well, <laughs> I've laughed with all your dance moves. You can't dance as good as me. And he does a terrible dance, but it's not a terrible dance because he's Michael Barrymore and he can dance and he does a really good little dance. And then they do this weird thing with their hands. And you're like, why are either of you here? Why have the record label sent you to an old army captain and not to Pineapple Studios? It just I just think he could have been utilised better. And they should have just got John Cleese in the first place. <laughs> we have skipped ahead slightly because they've got a friend called Nicola, who's oh, obviously... My... <laughs> this, this part of it, the pregnant one who couldn't be in the band because having a baby stops you with the rest of your life. Girl power, pregnancy. Oh, that's it. It's over. I found this an insult, an absolute insult. For like, they meant to change a generation. How did someone put this in this fucking film? She's a plot device, so at the end, they almost missed the concert. But that could have been stopped by anything else. It did make me laugh that they're all friends together and she's not in it. Yeah, because it would have worked with Sid. Don't work for Henry VIII, it won't work for Spice. And then because she's pregnant, then we have the Spice Girls Guide to Motherhood, where Jerry is playing Pat Butcher, and Mel C is obviously Wayne Nettestlob. In a tracksuit. 
That was pretty funny, though. This cost £10 million to make as well. Where did that money go? I don't know. Maybe on all the cast that they had. Well, it was quite a stunning cast, to be honest with you. There's so many subplots and stuff, but nothing really happens. Why is Alan Cumming filming a documentary? You never see the documentary at the end. Why are they in the recording studio? Are they still in the balcony? Yeah. I've got a theory that they filmed this and they were quite busy at the time, so they did it when they could and then just edited it together. Hence why it doesn't feel <laughs> like it was filmed at the same. Honestly, there's bits in it where you look and think that must have been filmed at least a year apart from that bit. But it just... Continuity. Yeah, it feels like someone has glued it all together. Like, someone's just come in on a Monday and gone, here you go, can we have a film by the Friday? So then the next cameo that came up was Barry Humphreys playing Rupert Murdoch, obviously. But they couldn't say that, so he was Kevin McFord. I love it. What is he doing in it? And he's trying to stop the Spice Girls. He's trying to ruin their career. <laughs> have a joke about deja vu. <laughs> Curing I... deja vu. It's very. He was good in it, but once again, is that what's going to get the people into the theatre? Barry Humphreys is in it. Why not just have Dame Edna in it? It it was it was a camp over the top film anyway. So why not just put Dame Dame Edna in it? Like, do you know what I mean? It didn't need Mm. to be. Why does it go from serious? Well, try to be serious to like crazy, and then when it, it just ramp it up. I would accept it more if it was just completely over the top. If you were watching it and it felt like, oh, this is ridiculous. But it's not because there's a baby involved in it. And that woman had her dreams broken and never joined the Spice Girls. (laughs) Did not need it. Did not need it. (laughs) Have a joke about deja vu. They have Norm talking to the bloke making the film and the pitches he's doing yeah. for the film are better than the film that I'm watching. And then I've written Dr. Dr. Fox. I can't no. remember when he was in it. Was he drinking a Pepsi? I don't know. What do you mean he was drinking a Pepsi? It was a reference to the Pepsi chart. Sorry. Oh, 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 I get it now. Hugh Laurie is playing Praro in a sketch because they said that um, Emma is always trustworthy even though she was sitting there. With guns, and they come up with new Spice Girl names: Bricklayer Spice and Train Spotter Spice, which I thought was very unfair to Train Spotters. They have a montage. I have a man for the job. He gets a fence toast. What the fuck is that? What have I written? I have a man for the job. He did the fence. Anyway, is this just notes in your own personal life that you had a man for a job who did the fence? I can't remember that bit. I got just a man for the job. He did the Fergie toe-sucking pictures. He got the Teletubbies taking a poo. And if you want a picture of Bill Clinton tucking his T-shirt into his underpants, you can get that too. He sounds great, but where the hell is this guy? I'm here. How do we know you're any good, pal? Anyway, Richard O'Brien. Yeah, the, the weird scene where he comes up from the toilet was a bit off-putting. But he kept sneaking about. Trying to be hidden. The film crew are following them around the whole film. They don't even notice they're there half the time. <laughs> I like the idea that he weren't actually originally cast in it and he had to kind of like... I think it's John Cleese again. I think it's definitely John Cleese. Tell me that 
Kroll was not written for John Cleese. Right. That's the thing. It is weird because it was like, it was such a kind of, he's playing it like he's in the 70s. It made no sense. I, I've digressed. But yeah, the, the, the toilet scenes with Richard O'Brien were just... Him coming up, snooping around, stealing stuff and going away. And that's what the press were like. And oddly, this film... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. They have great reviews. I'm now Googling John Cleese Spice World. I don't have any basis for it whatsoever, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, John Cleese turned down a cameo in the movie. Yes, he did. He did turn down a cameo, and I can tell you exactly what that cameo was. So you've got your index of the celebrities, and you think, we can't get John Cleese. Who can we get instead? Uh, Michael Barrymore. Get Michael Barrymore. <laughs> but, but use Barrymore in a, like, a good way. Do you know what? He, he's brilliant when he's Barrymore. I don't know. I don't know. If I just, it was fun to see, because it is a real like kind of slice of 90s, but... I just, I just knew it wasn't for him. Uh, Richard Bryce is in it as well, playing the Bishop of Candleford. Of course. <laughs> Whatever role is that for Bryce. And then out of nowhere, there's a caption on the screen. There's not been a caption for any other place they've been. It's London to Milan, flight SG-119. We cut to the Spice Girl singing, I want to be in my gang.
that didn't age well, does it? I was waiting for Rolf Harris to turn up. I uh, I remember it being cut, the Gary Glitter bit. Oh, I saw it. And they're trying to get the dancers there too naked or something. So they have a compromise, which is they're wearing suits apart from their asses coming out the back. <laughs> Ooh. Did you watch the version where he'd been cut out of the film? His song was in it. I don't think he was in it. But they cut him out, but not the song. Yeah. In silver suits, reminiscent of Gary Glitter. So it's obvious he would have been there. Do you know what I mean? And also, just just cut it out. This film is so random. No one's going to go, I don't understand what's going on. I needed that five-minute thing where they were singing, you want to be in my gag and get the girls to get their arse out. Or this in-depth plot would have made no sense. And then they had a caption saying, Milan to London, flight SG1819. Midnight, and um, I can't remember. Don't know why I've written. I've written piss break. Oh, the, oh, they go out for a, they go out for a piss, don't they? I thought I'd oh, just written it. Clever. I thought that was for your own personal kind of. I can finally have a piss break now. They, yeah, that's what I thought it was. So they get off. I will not. I will not do that. Oh no, that's that's meatloaf joke, isn't it? You've said that already. I've already ruined that. Sorry. Yeah, you ruined it. And then they have a close encounters with some aliens, which is another really odd scene. Like. I, I don't I see why they did it because obviously they've gone and done one of those things where they check what audience want and they've said oh we really like aliens so they've tried to shoehorn an alien into it and uh, I don't know it just it seems really weird Jerry just kisses one and they're like be yourself girl power Ooh, not you though spacker he's well, one of them tries to touch Mel B up. And... Well, it can go two ways, that argument. And then they want the morning off, and then it's dance camp. I think we've covered that. Richard O'Brien comes out of the toilet. The Spice Force 5. Yeah, that... that right. Why? Right, right. Here's, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Why not just make Spice Force 5 as a film? Yeah. Like, make that. If you're going to do something ridiculous, Spice Force 5. That would have been why, a much better film. Why didn't they just have a fake documentary filming them around and like the office before the office but i yeah. don't think um, you would have had that idea before the office well like spinal tap was around before then yeah spinal tap and uh, if you like spinal tap check out the e17 documentary which is the greatest bit of tv ever mission impossible wonder yeah. woman and then for some reason i don't know why jerry hallowell goes into a, tel- a phone box and comes out as bob hoskins yeah, it's very odd, isn't it, that? But great to see Bob Hoskins. What is he doing? They go, oh, just come out and go mime girl power as you come out of... I enjoyed that, though. I, it's always great to see Bob Hoskins, isn't it? It is. He's sadly missed Mr Hoskins. Mainly for his part in the Mario Brothers movie. No. Right. <laughs> no. More of a Roger Mario... Rabbit. Is Mario Brothers 90s? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, yes. There we go. <laughs> Isn't I, think, I think it's like, yeah, let's do Mario Brothers on this as well. Uh, but, yeah, Bob Hoskins comes out. Channel 5 shows Wild Wild West the other day. I recorded it just in case. Yes! <laughs> oh, that means I can record it on the thing. Let, let's do that. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the skybox in a minute. Oh, yeah, uh, Roger Moore with a pig. <laughs> a very long time ago. Oh, Oh, they went back in time to see how they started by... Um, annoying the voice of the repair shop. That's the actor that was in the 
Is it was it a bar or was was it a cafe? I think it was a bar cafe. <laughs> a cafe. I, I think it was both in in a magical mixed up. It was odd, wasn't it? It, it was neither. No, because they're like, oh, we always just loads of coffees or something. But then from the outside, it looked like a pub. They all they all have a crisis of confidence and they all go back to the pub slash cafe and think about how lucky they are <laughs> all at the same time. They've all had exactly the same dream. They knew exactly where to go at exactly the same time. That's where I lost it. I was like, no, I'm not having this anymore. That bit where people wake up and now that moment going, oh, I need to go back to where this all began. And they all meet up. In the same place, never in the recording studio or or the uh, office where they first had their audition. They hope to set aside this pub that's closed down. Stephen Fry's a judge. Why, Stephen? Why? Why? Yeah, I, I did feel for Stephen Fry in this. I thought, oh, you didn't need to do this. <laughs> File that agent. I've written down dirty fat something line. Was that what you're up to later? <laughs> My. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty fat, some big line. <laughs> I, I can't even read what I've written. Clifford's in a bar. This this cameo really made me laugh because I didn't see it coming. Clifford's in a bar. The lady assistant comes in. We we haven't even mentioned once. And uh, they sit down and they say, oh, your life could be a lot different. And they lean over to the bar and it's Elvis Costello. <laughs> like, what? what? Did everyone just like, I want to say something now that might be unpopular. The Spice Girls' cultural change on the world was massive. There's no two ways about it. Their music is, isn't is life-changingly good. And the calibre of music of Elvis Costello and the Spice Girls are completely different. Like, Elvis Costello, absolute genius. Spice Girls, it was all right. How did they fucking convince him to do this? And Meatloaf. Not the biggest Meatloaf fan, but that man. Genuinely talented people. That's what annoys me more. Now, I'm not saying the Spice Girls aren't Spice Girls. Spice Girls aren't talented. Spice Girls. Uh, Spice Goose capture the tribute uh, this year at Mother Goose. Uh, I just don't know how he ended up in it. But it did surprise me. I was like, of all the people I'd suspect to be yeah. doing another cameo, I thought maybe Christopher Biggins. That that is the kind of level of celebrity I was thinking. But no, Elvis Costello is behind the bar and she's going to say I, something like aren't you and he's like what and he goes oh you can put that in a different glass or something like that you think he's going to go aren't you Elvis Costello and she doesn't could you see Eamon Holmes would have been better in it I couldn't see Eamon Holmes it, they needed Eamon have you seen Keith Lemon the movie unfortunately yes there's lots of cameos like that at the end isn't there with lots of people from England which only English people would know and uh, hasn't it got like John B- Bishop in it as well like randomly as quite a big part no, Kevin Bishop. Kevin Bishop. Fair from, play. The, from Muppets Treasure Island. <laughs> that, that's what he will always be known as. He is. The Anything guy else? From Muppets Treasure Island. Yeah. So, back to the Spice Girls. Their friend is pregnant and is having a baby in hours, but they go clubbing with her. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. And I really didn't like when it was that scene and like, they uh, get down and dance to a, a version of what song is it? I don't know what song it was. But they get and it's better than the actual recorded version, this DJ version. Go, why did you ever release that? And I was also more annoyed that girl was like, well, it's my last night, freedom, and I'm gonna enjoy it as much as I can. And she stays on the balcony on her own. I think if you use a wedding with being pregnant. I think so. 
Because <laughs> you, you can't, can't go a... clubbing if you're pregnant. You can't. Them's the rules. Not if you're friends with the Spice Girls. My son is a unicorn. You you will wake up with him. I don't even know his lines from the film anymore. I've just written down random shit. Is this stuff for the film that you're making? So the baby comes out and he's got hair. Yeah. He couldn't even get a proper baby. Oh, and this is when I've written Victoria Beckham is a comedy genius. But also, they've missed a joke as the baby should have come out and been Baby Spice. Victoria's driving the bus and she says, Sunday drivers, it's only Saturday. <laughs> Perfect line. Perfect, beautiful line. Also, can we have a moment of just pure admiration for them jumping over uh, Tower Bridge? What, when it becomes a toy and it just goes... I thought, this is where the money's gone. This is where the money's gone. Nah. I like that joke. I thought that... It's a good joke, but wouldn't it be better just to see a double-decker bus jump over? We could do with CGI now, but back then it would cost a lot to try and get the double-decker yeah, bus to jump it. And then possibly killing, like, England's biggest girl group. Uh, nuns in a mini-metro. Yeah, classic nuns. Rocky music, and they run up the stairs. Kevin McNeil is the copper. He's from parts of the Caribbean, lots of other things. Oh, you've little seen that now, isn't it? Like that, that <laughs> away bit i did think oh this is all right but i think it came a bit too late well the reason they're late is because they're just waiting for their friend to be have their baby have their baby that'd be a very Um. different story (laughs) that's why she's not allowed in for because it's their baby it's an all thing nice what would happen with that then they get to the concert norm's dancing i don't even know what the actor's called norm from cheers is dancing peter sissons is dancing and then the credits and the actors pretend that the whole thing has been made up the whole time. Oh, do I have to keep my accent? I think Alan Cummings. I, it's not an easy watch back, is it? Really, it took me hours to watch it, and I thought it's only an hour and a half. It should be crazy. I think because I wrote so many notes and kept pausing it. I remember being disappointed at the time, and I remember like it being released and people in my class going to see it and coming in Monday and be like, "What did you think?" And even then, like being quite young, going, oh, "It's not very good." So it was it was made for little girls like the Spice Girls. Yeah, but it could have been made for so much more, Chris. It could have been made for so much more. Shall we rate these out of ninety? Ninety. So Spice Girls, Spice World. Now, what I'd like eighty-five. To do, eight, fuck off. <laughs> eighty-five. What I want to do is I like to give it a little review of the soundtrack. I think it's nice to do that at the end, just to think of it. And like the soundtrack was the amazing Spice Girls Spice World album, which is, it's all right, actually. It's just pure pop hits. It's not Elvis Costello. That was the review. So that gives it 10 points more. Oh, so it's 90 now. Not 90. I'm not giving Spice Girls... One, I'm not giving Spice Girls Spice World 90 because you can't fucking watch it anywhere. It's the hardest <laughs> film to find. It's not even on You You wait. In a couple of weeks, I bet they repeat on the BBC. And you'll be like, ah, oh, bollocks. Well, well, apparently, I read an article, like the people who financed it uh, got rid of all the cop- copies because they didn't want it out there. It used to be on Sky. I remember they that's when I watched some of it. So what we're giving it? 81. I, I think less 53 is all right. What are you yes. thinking? No, I think 53. If we're going to rate proper films, then we can't really rate it higher. Less. Well, it was a 
hard watch. <laughs> it was a proper film, but it was well, it was a time capsule of the nineties. I think mostly anything that was nineties was in it. Yeah, I think that. I think you're a hundred percent correct with that. Right. So what we go with? Fifty-three. So let's lock it in. I'm fifty-three. That is our first Patreon episode. That is the Spice Girls Spice World. If you have any suggestions for us for films we can do, please send them this way. But don't do anything that we can't find really easily because I'm not going through four and a half hours again to watch bloody Spice World. I thought it'd be more regularly available. So did I. They were huge. It should be on Netflix. It should be on Netflix. People would watch it. That's the thing. So... Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.